welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Little Guy the Barbarian, and I've got a special guest with me today, Holm Martin. Hello, thanks so much for having <laughs> me. I, I am I'm really glad to be on your podcast. I, I know that um, you, you uh, talked a lot of uh, you said a lot of good things about my uh, previous game, Two Summers. So I'm, I'm really glad to to be here today. Well, there's a secret, the secret behind it. If it's going to be on our podcast, I'm probably going to be saying good stuff about it because I only talk about <laughs> the things I like. <laughs> if I don't like it, it doesn't make it out of the podcast. It's like, oh. Yeah, that's no. the way to do it. <laughs> I really enjoyed Two Summers. And what I enjoyed about it is that it was so different than anything I had. I had run across in gaming. Like it didn't even have like a combat mechanic. And that's kind of what you assume mm-hmm. that everybody's going to be fighting. <laughs> but it was a cool idea. And you have a new, you have a couple other things coming out. You have one that you did for side quest that was meanwhile in the subway. That's right. Yes. Could you tell us a little bit about that? <laughs> yeah, sure. So, so I've been, um, as you said, I've been uh, doing this uh, game uh, through uh, side quest last November, November, uh, uh, 2021. It was also, so this is project that I had in like my back closet for a while. And um, I wanted to experiment with uh, funding on, on itch.io uh, uh, for, for a while. So that was a good, uh, you know, a good opportunity to do that. But uh, apart from that, um, what's, what's meanwhile in the subway? It's uh, okay. So my, my elevator pitch for it would be you're living in a surrealist city. So everything is weird, but that's like, you know, weird is normal for you. This city is like a mix between, yeah, uh, uh, um, elements of surrealism, of, of uh, dreamlike situations uh, stuck in a sort of um, uh, 1920s, 1930s uh, Europe. And then, so you live in this in this city, and then every once in a while you take the subway. And when you take the subway, you get to live this sort of, of crazy adventures uh, that are even weirder, even stranger than uh, what you experiment every day. And so the game focuses on these moments when you take the subway, and it doesn't care about anything else. So if during a, a one shot of the game, for example, you leave the subway, you're, you're just leaving the game, and we'll come back to you uh, next time you, you go down the stairs, basically. It's, it's a game that uses a lot of, um, of random tables, so it's, it's, uh, it has a heavy improvisation side even for for the gm so you're you're just you can come just um you know sit down at the table with nothing prepared you're just rolling up a character in in, in five minutes and then you're ready to, to go and it, you can play for like two hours the the system is also very um special because it's it's not only diceless but also very random um, it's a game where we, we don't really care if your character uh, succeeds or fails at, at an action. It's not that kind of, of RPGs. Um, what's more interesting uh, in this game is what your action creates, uh, what strange situation uh, um, arrives, uh, happens because of what you do. So uh, what you're going to do when you want to do something is that you're going to randomly select two words. I've got a list of words in the game. You select two words and you pick another player and you say, okay, now with this, these two words, you're going to describe what happens to my character. And you can say anything you want. Um, it's game, you know, if you die in this game, that's, that's not a problem because of the tone of the game. I've got, uh, you know, I ran um, one of the sessions where uh, everybody died after five minutes. And then <laughs> the rest of the game ha- happened in subway heaven, and that's fine, <laughs> you know. So it, it, it's really sort of anything goes uh, uh, kind of game. So uh, yeah, 
that's been wine in the subway. That sounds that's great. I what I like about the idea is that it seems like like we play pretty regular like long role playing game campaigns, and there are nights when people may not be able to make it out. It's like, oh well, should we play or not? It's one of those things you can probably pull out on one of those nights and start running without having to do a lot of preparation and, and, and plan out an entire thing. And that's that's very helpful to have in a game. It makes it easier for us to get to in place without having to have that yeah. long prehand beforehand prep time. So I think that's a that's a great idea there. Now you also have another one coming out for Z is it it's Zemo or Zine month that's coming up yeah. in February. And when this comes out, I'm not sure when we're pretty bad backlogged <laughs> on recording. So we're recording yeah. this ahead of that. This could come out at some point in time closer to that. Right? <laughs> yes. So uh, that's right. So so my, my next game. Um, so we are talking. We are in uh, at the beginning of, of January uh, 2022. But yeah, when, when your this episode comes out, the game will probably be financed. But you'll still have a game to uh, a chance to to get it anyway. So um, my next game is called uh, Feathered Adventures. Um, and this one is really simple to pitch. It's a GMless game that is a sort of tribute to uh, DuckTales and the Uncle Scrooge comics. I loved those growing up. <laughs> yeah. And so, well, what, what happens is, is that I discovered the reboot of, of DuckTales. You know, the, the, they, they rebooted the, the cartoon um, in like four years ago or something. And I, I discovered that this year. And I, I, I watched it. I loved it. And I thought, okay, but, you know, the characters in this in this uh, uh, cartoon are they're a group of pieces i mean it's, it's obvious when you see them you know they all have their different personalities etc so i immediately wanted to turn that into a game and so that's uh, what i i tried to do with with feathered adventures um which is um also uh trying to be uh prep light uh because that's you know that's the sort of things i i like uh, these days um so in this game you have uh, six different archetypes which are always so of course they are they are modeled after the the characters of the of the comic and of the cartoons so for example you've got the one that's uh, very uh, stingy but he's, he's got a good heart you've got the one who's always getting hang angry but he's also very courageous things like this uh, you've got the triplets of course so if you pick up this playbook uh, you're going to play uh, three characters at the same time which three uh, <laughs> Huey, Dewey you know. and Louie <laughs> that's right yeah so only for the you know it's not for the faint-hearted <laughs> uh, but um but yeah and so uh you pick up a character then you you choose the type of adventure you want to play it's, the, the game is divided into uh different adventures like uh, a treasure hunt or um, a sort of contest or uh, an expedition around the world or things like that and then you select the the different elements from this uh, adventure so like if you select the treasure hunt you will say, okay, what's the treasure we, we want to, to find? And you've got a sort of list of examples uh, that you can uh, choose from. Uh, who's going to be our rival? What's going to happen? What's going to be the uh, different obstacles that we're going to face? So it's like, like you know, you, you pick the different bricks of your construction, you, you put them together, and then you play through the three adventure. That's the that's the principle of the game. I think that this is definitely one we're going to have to, we're going to have to try to back and pick up because I, I, I have a feeling that there are many of the players in my game group that would really enjoy playing that. It seems up their alley. We definitely get something like that. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, and even if you don't know, you know anything about about Ducktales or Uncle Scrooge or whatever, 
if you love, you know, pulp adventures that are a little silly and, and fun, that that's really a game to play. I yeah, I think that, well, with our group, we definitely like, like, we definitely have quite a few players who love the pulp adventures, and they we have quite a few players who get silly and fun with it, but we definitely have folks who watched a lot of DuckTales growing up. I thought Launchpad <laughs> McQuack was so cool that I had a scarf. And I would try to wrap oh. it around and just like he did. And I'd walk around like, yeah, that looks cool. It was a little embarrassing. <laughs> but I thought he was cool. <laughs> oh, he's definitely, he's definitely the coolest. I agree. And I, I've got a player, I've, I've playtested the game um, several times with, with the same player. And he always chooses um the, the the sort of dumb uh, archetype because it's it's so fun to play the the one who's you know uh doesn't seem really smart but is is always the one saving the day at the end with something you know we you don't know how but it does <laughs> and he's the pilot too so <laughs> and he's the pilot which is which is you know very necessary for you want to go around the world and yeah. he gets to fly the airplanes <laughs> <laughs> exactly that is cool so you have um I just I want to I'm just going to bring up something here that I didn't realize until we started until we talked today that you had a, a couple things out for two summers that we reviewed two summers. If you haven't uh -huh. heard that review listeners, you can go back and listen to it. I really appreciate it. It's the it's it was one of the neatest most uh, the reason I backed it was reading about it. it just seemed like one of the most innovative and different things that I had seen when that zine quest oh, was so going, coming out. And that's why I backed. I was like, yeah, this is cool. This is totally different from other stuff I'm seeing. And I think that was awesome. Uh, and you've got other summers. It's, that's a supplement. And it says with, with different yeah. variants for one shot adventures. I like that. I'm going to have to grab that because I, the one thing <laughs> is that one shots work well for us and two summers is structured to go a little bit longer than a one shot. So I'm excited to check that out. Definitely. Um, and I may have to try if I can uh, try to get into some of those. It's hard to get keep up with review and stuff, but if we can, and we can get that on our slate for some time. It'll probably be later in the year. We'll have to do a, a review of that. But yeah, definitely other summers. And then you have uh, two summers, first holiday memories. Um, and that's is that two pre-structured adventures. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, the 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 first uh, summer memories is 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 uh, designed to be a sort of. Uh, um, uh, de demo version of the game so you've got you know um, uh, the basic rules and you get a like you said a preset adventures which is a preset adventure which is a, a one shot that you can run uh, run and um, that kind of you know uh, if you like it it's free and if you like it you can you can buy the full game to do a campaign but you're right to say that in other summers you've got three preset adventures um, uh, you know uh, inside the supplement um, which go in a you know deep uh, different directions than the the base game. So there's one, you know, um, one about time travel. There's one uh, which is much darker than the the original game, which is supposed to be uh, about light adventures. And there's uh, one where you play characters uh, a century apart. So it's really also meant to show you the different um, things that you you can do with the with the game if you want to you know, stray a little aside from the, the basic formula. Yeah, and, and one thing that I liked about it, I'm, I'm excited to kind of get a chance to play, hopefully, like I said, we hopefully run one this year, but I, I'm excited to play it because I think there's a lot of ideas you have 
that could be applied in other games as well when you start looking at it and things that I hadn't ever thought of doing with a role-playing game. It definitely, I think, is an, one of the most innovative things I've seen in a while when it comes to role-playing games. So I commend you on that. I think that's really cool. Um, Thank so, you. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> and I, I should say that for, for this game, for two summers, um, I released um, uh, what's it called uh, SRD, you know, system reference yes. document uh, for free. So if you you know if you're just interested in, in the like mechanical side of the game, you can check that out. And maybe as you said, I, I really I would really love it if people you know would just pick out the different mechanics and, and do something with it. That would be the best um, uh, compliment I could get. I think. Well, I want you to. Uh, tell our listeners where they can find you and where they can pick up your games and where they can find you online. Mm, sure. So I've got a, a Twitter account uh, at uh, Comartin. So that's C-O-M-E-M-A-R-T-I-N underscore because Comartin was already taken. And the same name um, for my uh, itch your page. So it's Comartin again, C-O-E-C-O-M-E-M-R-R. I've got trouble spelling. Uh, anyway, you, you'll get my name in the, in the podcast. Yeah, it's C-O-M-E-M-A-R-T-I-N dot H-I-O. And I will, right. I will put a link to it in the show notes. Uh, so if you jump on over to Anchor FM, where we host this at, you can, you'll be able to just click and check it out there. And we'll, we'll put a right. link to your Twitter account there as well. So, all right. One quick last question. We're almost out of time, but. I want to know what what got you interested in creating games and in games that are so different than the ones that we're used to. Right. So so uh, I'm going to give you the short answer. The short answer is that uh, a friend of mine introduced me to uh, the one pagers of Grant Hobbit um, in like uh, four or five years ago, and I thought that was so cool. Not only you know the sort of of uh, new ideas that that they presented but also the fact that wow you can do a, a full game that's one page it, it seems easy to do so i set out to do the same and of course it's not easy at all <laughs> <laughs> and uh uh but i've i've done some one pagers and and um uh like you said i i think that what you said resummarizes what i try to do in games which is to um always try to create something new uh, whether it's you know for the, the the pitch of the game or the rules or whatever, um, because otherwise I get bored. So every game I do, I, I try to do something new with it, something uh, that I haven't seen anywhere else. It doesn't mean that it's it's good, but at least it's innovative. <laughs> and I, I I you know I try to not repeat myself. Yeah, that works. I, I I appreciate what you're doing here. I think you're doing some really cutting edge, cool stuff, bringing new stuff to the game scene. And I, I commend you there. I'm really thankful you've come on. Thank you so much for joining us. We're about out of time now. Sure. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please leave us a positive review wherever you're listening. And for those of you that have left us positive reviews, I want to thank you. You can find us on Facebook. Just search Wobblies and Wizards. We're pretty active there. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our website slash blog. I am on the Twitter at LogarHailCrom. And keep those dice rolling. This is Logar, and I'm just going to do a quick plug here for our, our little podcast. We put a lot of time and effort into this and money out of our own pockets. So if you appreciate having a daily podcast about role-playing games with our specific bend, please go over to Patreon backslash Wobblies and Wizards. That's W-O-B-B-L-I-E-S-A-N-D-W-I-Z-A-R-D-S. And give us a little support. 